The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm Rose Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. And boy, oh boy, free agency is a freak out for the Oakland Raiders. I am completely blown away. We got to talk about that and more here on show 546. Well, before I go into this show, I have to say a few words. As a podcaster, of course, as a person and a Raider fan to the Raider Nation who may be listening, who may be cooped up in their house, apartment, whatever, on this coronavirus um, pandemic, what they want to say. I just want to give everybody my very, very best prayers to you and your family. Stay safe. Be safe. And most of all, be calm for for crying out loud. I know this, not that many people need that much toilet paper. (laughs) Because people are freaking out. Now, um, let's stay calm out there, folks. Be good humans. Because I know that's how the Raider Nation rolls. I've seen it before. And I'll see it now. God bless everybody on this note. So let's get into some of this football stuff now. God bless y'all. All All right. On today's show, we will have the free agent freakout. I can't even tell you, but I will tell you in just a minute because it's pretty wild and we did not get Tom Brady. Yes. (laughs) We got to talk about the new CBA Lots of numbers, lots of controversy, but it's important to us. It does change free agency and the ability to sign players. So we got got a bunch of money. Uh, The Raiders had money. They got more money. Looking good for us. Get a hit on the draft just a little bit because, like I've said, since I started this show 14, 15 years ago now, (laughs) the NFL draft is a crapshoot. And they canceled uh, the live version anyway. No one's going to be able to go. I was planning on going. We, my wife and I, were going to go. Man, that's tragic. We'll hit on that as well. Hit the bone line too. Hey, everybody. If you got to have a rainy day schedule, you got to stay in the house. Well, what better thing to do than to listen to the Raider Nation podcast, baby? (laughs) Well, I know I'm not going to make you guys suffer through it, but... It is what it is. All right, let's just hit this story because the free agent freakout frenzy, you call it what you like, is underway and the Raiders are taking a back seat to nobody. <laughs> this been some money, people.
Raiders. I know we all are looking are looking for a new quarterback. We're looking for a defense and the draft, which has been our focus for the whole last part of last season and into this offseason. So the Raiders, in true fashion, and actually John Gruden fashion, first went out and acquired Marcus Mariota from the Tennessee Titans, who was benched last season for playing like crap. Now, perhaps he didn't have an opportunity to grow and expand and work with the offenses that he had, but it, to me it seems like a <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, seems like a number 12 all over again. Rich Gannon, come to Oakland, became successful, a, a great quarterback under Gruden's tutelage. Of course, the quarterback whisperer picks a guy that's on the junk heap, but he's young. He's 26 years young. And his problem, though, is he cannot get the football in a right spot which is not Derek Carl's problem. Um, so perhaps a lot of talk about how he's going to push Carr or maybe he's going to replace Carr. I don't see that. But it is refreshing to see we have an actual quarterback, a young guy, a perspective, a guy that could get better. Who knows what can happen with Mariota. Uh, he's a running quarterback as well. A bigger guy. Um, he was a second pick overall in 2015. The second guy picked. Doesn't mean a lot, but this is what means a lot. He was Mayock's number one pick for that season. So you know Mayock has seen a lot of film on this kid. Mike Mayock, a name we all know and love, was a huge fan of Marcus Mariota, ranking him his number one quarterback in the pre-draft process. Not a big surprise that he has targeted Mariota to come in and back up Derek Carr. These same Raiders, by the way, didn't seem to have a ton of interest in Tom Brady uh, in as far as luring him, despite what some of the chatter was a couple weeks ago. Uh, so now for Mariota, he comes in expected to back up Carr. And part of the reason why this makes sense is because he was such an absolute pro in Tennessee last year, getting benched for Ryan Tannehill, that he will come in and make a quarterback room better. Thank you, Ian. I've got a few people here to uh, react to that news. One person I'm sure you're particularly interested to hear from, David Carr. What do you know about this? Well, we kind of knew this was coming for a while. They were going to go and try and improve the quarterback room, and I think Marcus is actually a great fit. I love Marcus Mariota as a quarterback. I think he's a great person. I think Ian alluded to it. He handled himself tremendously in Tennessee. So coming into the quarterback room with the Raiders, I think it's a fantastic opportunity for him. I kind of liken it, honestly, to my own situation. When I ended up going up to New York, Eli Manning was already there. Ended up being a great time for us. I was there for four years, had some had some incredible experiences, learned a ton. I think Marcus is in that same scenario. He can learn a lot. Obviously, Mike Mayock loved him coming out of school, and he, he probably obviously still does. John Gruden's going to be able to just take him to that next level as far as quarterback play goes. And John Gruden likes, he likes competent quarterbacks. He likes experienced guys. Honestly, when I'm at practice, when I go out there in training camp and we – you know, we spend time up there. I've been pulled into drills because Gruden can't handle the backup quarterback and, and, and some of the, the issues that have gone there. Can't get snaps. I mean, he wants veteran guys that have played a ton of football that can 
know that they can be able to get a first down if they have to go in there. So if for whatever reason, if Derek's not able to go, he's injured or whatever, they know that if Marcus goes in, you can get a first down or two. And that's his exact words from John Gruden was, I got to get a guy that can get a first down if your brother's not in there. And that's what he's been looking for, and that's what he found in Marcus. And hopefully Marcus can take this opportunity and grow from it because I, I still think he can be a good football player. Steve Weich, we had heard some rumblings earlier on in the offseason about maybe uh, – the Raiders looking to trade Derek Carr, anything to that effect. Do you think that this puts that to bed? Is this a Derek Carr with a Marcus Mariota backup situation in your mind? Do you think that's obvious? I, I don't think this is this, – yeah, this plays into a trade factor at all. I think, you know, look, Marcus, as David just said, is one of the classiest human beings there is. Now, I am going to go off the reservation just a little bit here. First off, adding Marcus to that team is big for a team coming into that market. First off, Las Vegas is also known as the Ninth Island because a number of Polynesian players in that city. And Marcus Mariota is really beloved among the Polynesian community. Also, though, now this is where I'm going to go off the reservation. Let's say Tua Tungvaluwa happens to fall to the Raiders. They, don't, they may not make a move, but let's say he falls there. You know who guided Tua in high school? Marcus Mariota. Tua went to the same high school in Hawaii, St. Louis High School, as Marcus Mariota because Marcus had been such a mentor for Tua since he was in youth league football. So should something like that play out? I don't think the Raiders are reaching for it, but should that scenario play out, Having, having someone like uh, Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota to possibly guide Tua into that transition could be just an ideal locker room should they make that type of switch down the road. Let's just look and see and wait and see how Gruden grooms young Mariota and see if he can turn into a Raider. Because I'll tell you right now, personality-wise... <laughs> I don't know, man. The guy's like a Quaalude quarterback. He's kind of too calm for me. I like a guy with some fire. He's pretty calm, but who knows? Um, <laughs> who knows? But he's a pretty mellow dude. But I know one thing is uh, Chucky, he's going to get under that skin and change some stuff for this young man. So welcome to the Raiders, Mariota. You're a Raider, brother. So make get it, get it done and beat out Derek Carr. Who knows what can happen? But it's a good pickup. I like it. It's way stronger than last year's quarterback class already. And in another incredibly smart move, the Raiders pick up the Bears linebacker, Nick. I'm not going to destroy this name too bad. <laughs> I don't think so. Klawa Koski. Klawa Koski? I hope that's damn close. What a blow-up blitz by Nick Kwiatkowski. Trubisky throwing. Kwiatkowski in the end zone for the two-point conversion. Nick Kwiatkowski meets Driscoll and brings him down at the 11-yard line. Klawa Koski. Kwiatkowski. Klawa Koski. The Raiders, they're bringing in Nick Kwiatkowski. But this guy's a beast. He's been on the Bears He's really excited to be a Raider. It's not about the money. This kid has talent. He's 26. He's a beast. He'd be a great uh, weak side linebacker. He's a good run stopper, a great help on our defense. Uh, I like this kid. He's going to fit right in with Crosby and Farrell. Uh, It's starting to look better on our defensive side. Yeah, 26 years old. Uh, He got like 13.5 over three years, uh, great pickup so far. 
one of the great pickups in the draft, let me tell you. And here's another one. Corey Littleton is a Raider. Epic pickup. This was a huge surprise for the Raider Nation. A huge pickup for our defense. He will be the brains, not only the brawn. He is a side-to-side linebacker from the Rams. Proven style, proven speed, proven tackling. This guy will boost our defense up a lot. Expect him to be in the middle, but not to stay there. He's great in the outside. He's great on the pass coverage. I like this pickup. I think it was really smart. And uh, he's only 26. He got the money, three years, 36. After all is said and done, if he meets his quotas on all his defensive stuff, I say. But that's a great start. The free agency, the defense being addressed right away, a certain weak spot for our team. Uh, The quarterback thing, I mean, man, (laughs) the Raiders are killing it for our needs and the type of players we're getting. I am extremely excited about these moves. And here is one that is a mind blower. I don't know why, but it happened. The Raiders have picked up the old man, (laughs) the old tight end, Jason Witten from the Dallas Cowboys. One-year deal, $4 million, $4.3 million. One year, tight end. Now, this guy is a, you know, Hall of Fame guy for sure in the tight end bracket. I don't even know why we got him. We have some great tight ends. Maybe he's going to be a teacher. Maybe he's going to teach our tight ends to be better tight ends. But nonetheless, we got him. Jason Witten, I laughed last year when the uh, Cowboys brought him back from retirement. So I guess he's got a lot more going on. We're going to pay him. And welcome to the Raiders, uh, Jason Witten. I appreciate it, bro. (laughs) That is a mind blower. And so far, that is what I've seen in the free agency. There could be more. Um, just kind of throwing it out there because it's important to know these moves. Uh, you'll probably all know about them, but man, I'm telling you, it looking good so far. The Raiders are sparing no time. Uh, not like in days past when, you know, days would go on and on and on. You wouldn't hear a word. (laughs) I remember those days. And so do you, if you're a Raider fan. So that's about it so far in free agency. We'll hit it again. Trust me, we ain't finished. Like last podcast when everyone was like, well, I hope you stay. Well, I'm staying and I'm here. And and so are all these players. I'm excited. You should be excited. And that is all I have to say about that. Raider Greg. My name is. My name is. My name is. Raider Greg. I had to look right there. (laughs) Right there in person. It was ugly. That game was bullshit. Okay, I'm sorry. I had to get it out. I love it.
Well, Raider Nation, a new CBA has been signed. That means 10 years of peace in the NFL without interruptions, we hope, other than the one we're going through right now, of course. But the 10-year deal is good for everybody. I think it brings stability to the league. Let's talk about it. Damn, this is just like a regular voting for president. This contract passed by 60 votes out of some close to 3,000 players, which of whom several did not vote, um, which is a problem anyway. Don't get me started. But uh, 60 guys really made the difference and passed this contract. Among other things, uh, there's going to be 17 games in the season, probably starting next season, maybe not this season. A little too late for that, but who knows? They have the ability and they will do it. They add an extra playoff game in each division. Conference. So that's pretty cool. I do like that. They eliminate one of the preseason games long overdue, way long overdue. And there'll be other changes that trickle out, I am sure. But for now, this contract looks pretty good. They're adding $10 million, uh, to last year's salary cap. Brings that cap to almost $200 million per team. That's pretty damn cool for us. That $10 million gives a lot of teams some breathing room, which otherwise they would not have. And they'd have to pay fines, um, which I'm sure isn't something the NFL is uh, too upset about. But they tries to keep each team on a level playing field as much as they can. <laughs> yes. And uh, again, we did not get Tom Brady. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. I'm so happy. <sighs> so the new CBA, actually, if you start reading it, it's like trying to buy insurance. It's about that entertaining. But I will say that the salaries are increasing. There are some players that didn't like it. Um, I am hoping, and I haven't read it yet, that they got a lifetime medical. I heard that that was one of the big points in this contract. I swear, I hope they got it. They deserve it uh, for the beatings that each one of these players takes in their life. They deserve lifetime medical from these ultra-rich fat cat teams that make millions and millions a year on each one of these players' bodies. That should be a bare minimum. Update on NFL lifetime health care. Noticeably absent from the CBA is lifetime health care, or anything resembling an improvement to health care for former players. It turns out it was never even on the negotiating table. Contrary to what you might expect, the reason for that had nothing to do with the owners. Instead, lifetime health care was never discussed because no insurance company would write the policy. The NFLPA explored possible solutions ahead of negotiations and came up completely empty. That's what we as a union found out when we searched for avenues to make it happen, the source said. No one would even give us a number. So, I'm glad we got a new CBA. It really does add stability. And then now everyone has guidance um, and how to structure their future, future plans. That's a big deal on these uh, times when we go through the CBA contract. You know, this is a, not just a contract for the players. It's a huge 
<laughs> expenditure of time, money, and a future plans for each organization of the 32, including ours. So I'm glad it's done. You should be happy it's done because anyone who was around during the strike knows what a stinker that is. And that is all I have to say about that. In the NFL draft, the Oakland Raiders select, 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 select. With the 12th pick in the 2020 NFL draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select. Well, I would hesitate to guess, <laughs> but I'm gonna. Now, you guys know this has always been a crapshoot. And let me tell you, every year. But for the last, from last year, and I have to give uh, kudos where they are deserved, I got to say Mayock and Chucky were an awesome duo. If we can do that same thing again with the seven picks we have, this could be the turning point in the Las Vegas Raiders history for quite a few years to come. We have a great young team with super talent, and it's going to get better every year. So we have, in round one, we have pick 12 and pick 19. In round three, we have pick 80, 81, and 91. And round four, 121. And round five, 159. That is all incredibly good. There's no bad in any of those numbers. I mean, unless you want to have way more picks, which would be nice. But this is very, very important, super important for our future. And I have great confidence in the Raiders organization that they will get this done and get it right this year too. They're spending money in free agency. We're seeing it. But they're also going to be very diligent with spending their draft picks. You can guarantee that. Last year was an epic move. And all draft picks that I saw produced well beyond their projected um, production. Let me put it that way. There are a lot of players, lots of them out there that we could pick. We're not going to get any of these number one guys, Isaiah Simmons. I'd love him. From Clemson, fit right in. Maybe we'll get him. The draft is a funky thing. We're pretty far down at 12 to pick this guy up, but stranger things have happened. Um, it would be an epic pickup. Uh, trust me. Uh, there's some big boys in here. Derek Brown, defensive tackle from Auburn. Uh, Akuda, cornerback from Ohio State. Although I think our secondary is starting to look pretty good. But, you know, is, is Gruden going to get a quarterback? Are we going to, are we going to trade up? with all of our draft picks to get a quarterback. I say C.D. Lamb, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. There's a good player. Um, I like Judy out of Alabama, proven proven big time, and I like the way he runs after the catch. I'm hoping one of these guys for our quarterback that is in need of someone to take off the freaking top, right? Henry Ruggs, the third, from Alabama also. This guy is a speedster. I like him as well. There's a lot of wide receivers in this draft. Perhaps we'll get an offensive tackle. I know it sounds silly, but 
our team is being built by young guys, and you have to keep filling those trenches. You got to keep filling up behind these new guys or the older guys. Um, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver at LSU. That kid is epic. He plays ball. Uh, there's a lot of players. Queen, we could go after that. Patrick Queen, linebacker, LSU. Uh, a kid who came from nowhere to everything. Uh, that's a, a good story. You know, to be quite honest, I'm not exactly sure who we're going to get. Because usually in every draft, after the maybe the third or fourth pick, it goes haywire. Yeah, this group of players could go, or this group of players could go, or this other group could go. But each team has different needs, and they pick differently, so no one really knows who's going to get who. But I'll tell you this, when they pick, when we hear the names of the Raiders players in this draft, you will be pleasantly and not amazingly surprised because Mayock and Gruden are going after the meat. They're staying away from the bone, and they're going to get all the meat they can out of this draft like I got the last one. I look forward to seven stellar players with great character that can go the extra mile and that'll turn this team into a huge winner. Our defense is in need. It's being addressed. I think our defense will be addressed a little bit in the draft as well. But you know what? With this organization, with this new leadership and Mayock, it's really interesting to see the change in the focus um, from Veggie. Thank goodness. <laughs> I hate to even say that name. But Veggie McKenzie could not uh, hold a jock strap uh, to the dynamic duo we have now. I'm so happy that the Las Vegas Raiders are moving and shaking. And in the draft, trust me, we will get great, not good, players. And that you can depend on. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's hit the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Come on, Raider Nation. <laughs> you got to be home during this phenom going on right now. Pick up the bone line. Give us a call. You know, we're getting a lot of these robocalls, which is blowing us away. Um, we're barely a- able to handle all you guys calling, let alone... The robocalls, so uh, I think that's been some of our problems on the bone line. We're checking it out. We're trying to fix it all. It doesn't happen overnight. (laughs) So, our first and only caller, this is mind-blowing, Raider Bray from L.A. is in the house. What do you have for us, my good brother? Hello, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, this is Raider Bray. I just finished listening to the podcast uh, here on February 29th, Leap Year Day, and just wanted to say a few things. And this is my second call because I got cut off the first time. First off, we got the new stadium, the big uh, Death Star, the black hole machine, big shiny thing. Uh, We're talking about the Raiders. So I hear a bunch of people, you know, talking about how bad their car has been. 
the guy has had no receivers and not a decent defense to play with for the past few years. I think you got to give him a chance, give him some damn receivers. Uh, when Granin was there, he had Tim Brown and Jerry Rice. Uh, Derek Carr has nothing but uh, uh, that's our one good uh, tight end. So and Renfro, of course. So needed defense and a wide receiver. So no chance of giving up any Derek Carr for something unknown. The known is better. Derek Carr had great stats last year. I know he uh, seems to be a wimp sometimes. He just throws the ball away so he doesn't get hurt. I get it. He broke his freaking back. But uh, the team is going up. Uh, Gruden is going into the third year. We took him that long first time around to get us in the playoffs. And I think that we just uh, chill on trying to get somebody new in there. We don't want All right, so... You know, I've complained about Carr. I got issues with Carr. But don't get me wrong about his whole piece of work since he's came to Oakland, since he came to the Raiders. The guy has been a true uh, hero, uh, morally, on the field, off the field, leader, you know, doing his best to help his teammates, coaching everybody up. I think he's a good guy, really good guy. But I just think after six years of beatings, Literally, and how many coaches, too many to list, four or five, um, he's suffering from that point. Now, he could spring out of this and go back to his old self, which is uh, pushes himself more, but I don't think it's a receiver. I think it's him. I think we've had receivers. Matter of fact, if you really look at Derek Carr's work and look at some of these games, there are so many games when there are wide open receivers that he just doesn't see. He doesn't see after he's passed his first look, he's looking at his third guy. Well, his first guy's wide open. Yes, he already went through his progression. He's past that point. Whatever you want to say, great quarterbacks, my friend, find that guy. Great quarterbacks are constantly scanning the field, and I just believe he's lost that. I believe he's lost it. He's lost that skill uh, for whatever reason. Broken back. It's completely legitimate, though. I'm not saying he's a turkey or any of that stuff. But I'm just saying we need to get to the next level of quarterback. And I don't know if he's that guy. Well, we got Mariota, bro. So that could be the the Rich Gannon story. Who knows? Uh, I said that earlier in the show. It could change the dynamic hugely. Because I don't think Mariota has had an opportunity, um, and he might not be the guy anyway. I'm just ta- I'm just talking him up because I think that was a smart pickup uh, for Gruden, the quarterback whisper. You'll <laughs> change the scene. You're gonna see some crazy stuff going on with Marcus Mariota. Um, but listen. Carr's still in the building. He still has an opportunity to win. He has an opportunity to show what he's got because I'll tell you this year, we're going to have some wide receivers, bro. They're going to be very good and very fast, and Derek Carr better get the football to him. And I'm not talking about throwing the ball on the ground 10 yards in front of him as the new receiver has been wide open 20 yards. That kind of stuff, that can't happen, bro. And he's going to have an opportunity to make it happen. This is Carr's season. Make it or break it. And that is all I have to say about that. 
Appreciate the call, bro. I appreciate you still trying to call. And listen, y'all, get off your Raider Nation butts and call the line and give us some some insight on what your thoughts are. I have to remind everybody, or maybe I should remind everybody, that when we started this show, the internet was sparse with Raider news. There was no other site with Raider news. Nobody talking about it for sure. No other podcast guaranteed. So I know there's a lot of avenues for you guys, um, but I'm just happy for anybody stopping by and dropping there too, if you know what I mean. So here we are at this stage of the world. Again, I'm going to go through this coronavirus thing. I just wish blessings on everybody who's listening. Um, I pray for you. I pray for your family. I pray that you're smart and good citizens because what I've seen so far, uh, and this is just talking about a human being American in America, is great things from people. I've seen great Americans, little ones, big ones, and in-between ones, doing it for other people. I've seen acts of kindness around here that are mind-blowing. It's great to see our country, Americans, being Americans. And not Democrats or Republicans. It's a beautiful thing to see. Like I said, blessings on you and your family from the Raider Nation podcast, Randy and I. We're loving it still. We're still here. The longest freaking running podcast, professional or otherwise, sports-wise, ever in history. That's a fact. You can hold on to that. And the Raiders, with the moves, free agent moves so far, and the ones we're going to talk about next week, we're looking good, man. Raider Nation, it's a real deal. I told you guys before, we're going to get way better this year, and it's on the rise. Trust me. We will be rocking it this season. I am Raider Gray. I appreciate you guys listening, and I am out.